Hello, everyone. Welcome to another week's edition of... Hold on, let me tell it. Podcast, coming to you from the Dongsville Podcast Studio and Toy Museum, right here in lovely Janesville, Wisconsin. I am your host, Matt Marbury. Across from me, as always, my best friend, cousin, and co-host, the great Adam Tollefson. What's up, everybody? This week's podcast is brought to you by Down the Street Pub and Grill, located at 967 South Jackson Street in Janesville, Wisconsin. Stop down, throw some bags, have some drinks, eat some food, and this week's beer is right from Boulevard Brewing Company, the Space Camper Cosmic IPA! I want Michael Buffer on everybody, Matt. Yeah, you did. What do you think of this so far? <laughs> oh, I've never had a Cosmic IPA. I don't know where it comes from. Apparently, uh, the Cosmos. Kansas City, Missouri. Not <laughs> yeah, close. you never been to Cosmo, Kansas City, mm-hmm. Missouri? <laughs> I've yet to make that trek. Well, Tech Nine's down there, and Mac Lethal, and a bunch of brisket. That's true. Still, Kansas City's a hotbed. I do want to go down there sometime and try some of that brisket. I'd check it out. Um, yeah, so I haven't I haven't tried it yet. What do you think? I like it. Um, as I was getting it in the DTS uh, bar, uh, I, I came across a situation, I guess. Ooh, a situation. What you got? So I walked in, and I see Wicked. Well, Wicked was like, we'd finished up our games... Or we played bags tonight. We finished up our games, and he's like, let me run in and grab your guys' beer or whatever. And it was a good 10 minutes or whatever, and then you kind of went in. Yes. So I come in, and he's at the end of the bar, and he's talking with a female. Um, I could tell that he, like, gives me the eye, like, I'm getting hold, you know, held up here. She's talking, and it's... I, is he looking for you to intervene or what? Uh, yeah, kind of. As soon as he was like, oh, hey, come with me. And I, I think I, I think I saved him. Yeah. But, um, and not, not to cut her off or anything like that, but, um, but before I could get there, another female had, had come up about something else that was, I don't know if she was getting a drink or whatever, but walks in and then now these two females at the end of the, ta- uh, the bar are, um, talking but it went fast because i'm only there i don't know a minute kind of waiting to like get his eye like or, or like try to make sure he like comes back around to me again sure he know i mean he knows why you're there yes okay. yes and he's not trying to be rude so he's not like he's like oh hey man he's like yeah come back with me hold on and uh <laughs> and before i like get up there uh the the new female that walked up went Nah, I don't think you've ever seen these. And then whipped out her her boobies. And what? Yeah, and I I'm missed like, this? and I went, oh well, there you go. And then the other uh, female returned the favor, but she has her back toward me. I mean, not that I'm looking, but I'm just, you know. And then and then that's when Wicked's going, yeah, man, what do you want for? <laughs> we both were in an uncomfortable what position. The fuck? Yeah. Although, so the one girl flashed the other girl, and uh, the other girl returned the favor. Yes, it it and there is there is some talk. Of, I gotta spend more time inside the so, bar. So now while I'm standing there and Wicked's going to get our beer, uh, he comes back with or no, uh, they're talking and okay. they're already mid convo or something. Mm-hmm. So, and it was more like. Yeah, I hate having sex with girls that have an A cup. And she's like, I hate having sex with girls that have clip piercings. And I'm just in the middle waiting for my beer. I'm like, tell me about it, right, ladies? <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
those A cups and clip piercings can get like, the fuck uh, out. What are you gonna do? And then I just, I just, it was a funny twenty second thing. Or like, you ever just walk into the same? Yeah. No, I've never <laughs> walked into that. I've what are you talking about? Life. I call it a Wednesday, buddy. This hasn't Jesus. happened to you. No. I just thought it was a fun side one. And I'm then never that lucky. They're like, oh, what do you got to get out of here with your, uh, your, your bag your here? To go beers. Beer? And I just went. Well, yeah, they're for the podcast. And then it was, what are you talking about? I'm like, you might be on the podcast later. I'm just saying. <laughs> you want to give him a plug? <laughs> yeah. Shout out? Uh, a Fox or something is what she told me. I don't know. Oh, boy. Is that her name on Pornhub or something? I don't know. I haven't checked. Is that her Christian name? It might be a Christian. A name. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> After comfort, I can believe anything's possible. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Faith was behind her. Uh, <laughs> what was the other one? Grace. 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 Time Grace I hear... is the most believable out of all of them, but every time I hear Grace, Ferris Bueller. It yes. <laughs> Step on you, yeah. Yes, Principal Rooney. Grace. Grace. How was your weekend, man? Uh, my weekend was busy, but it was fun. Every weekend, especially in the summer busy man. yeah dude it's gonna be gung-ho after schedule this. fills up um oh i came over here for money in the bank yeah sunday night that was fun well before sunday night i think we should kind of chronologically um generally speaking i work saturdays and have sunday off but i switched with uh, my manager because her daughter was graduating from edgewood on sunday so she wanted to be there for that oh that's right so you had a elusive saturday off yes a very elusive saturday off um, me and Kendra decided, you know, we're going to get up early. Well, it's not really our choice. We're going to get up early or not. The kids, I mean, they're up at the fucking butt crack of dawn. They'll decide. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is normally the way that works is you, you struggle waking them up on days that you have to get up. And then on days like a Saturday or Sunday where you, you pray don't. to God, they'd sleep to like seven. Like I'm not asking for much. <laughs> so, I ain't asking for much. <laughs> seven o'clock. Uh, they're up at like five forty or something, so it, it it never fails. But they're up early, and I was like, "Cool, we'll." Um, the two things we wanted to do on the docket were rummage sailing because mm-hmm. I never get to I never get to go because I always have Sundays off. Was this the opening weekend of that too? I feel like, or is that? I don't know if there's like an official opening weekend of rummage sale season. Kind of goes to the, the weather, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point, weather yeah. permitting, I'm sure. But there honestly wasn't a ton out there. Um, but I was like, I want to do, I want to do rummage sailing because I want to go search for more wrestling figures. Hold on, let you tell it. No, I, okay. I have a question. Sure, I'm not trying to tell it. Don't you have a? Um, when I first started doing rummage sales, it was through you, mm-hmm. and I would come back with the most random shit, and a lot of times I get back like, I guess I just bought that because it was fifty cents. Or, I get, you know what I mean. Yeah. Don't you have a rule? When it comes to rummage sailing, or a rule, or like a, a kind of a, like you got to be looking for something. Okay, I don't like. Okay, it's weird because if you look at stuff downstairs here in my area, if you will, in the, um, in the Dongsville Toy Museum, is yeah. that what you're talking about? Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff, but at the same time, it's kind of like it's for having this much stuff. It's pretty organized. I agree. Would you say? Yeah. So it's like my thing is I don't. There's not there. There's a bunch of times where I go to rummage sales and I see shit that I think is cool or whatever, but it's like it, it's not what like I've I've narrowed it down to like my brewer bobbleheads, 
my wrestling figures that I, and I've even narrowed those down to like only collecting certain dudes or certain, you know, era of guys or whatever. Right. Because otherwise it just gets too intense. And so like when I go rummage sailing, I'm basically just looking for that stuff. That's like, I don't want to, there's, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's been times where it's been like, you stumble onto something that's awesome. And the price is right or whatever. Right. But, but generally speaking, no, it's like, I'm there looking for what I'm looking for. And if it's not there, I'm gone. I like that. That's a good. That's a good move. I have a lot of DVDs right now, and like yeah, because it's e- like oh, twenty five cents a DVD, but you never watch it. I have it. comic books, and I'm like, oh, what am I gonna do with this? Although yeah. I got Infinity War. I was with you. The Infinity yes. Gauntlet. The couple. Infinity Gauntlet, I actually yeah. flipped through that bin and found a couple, and then you found a couple. I bet between us, we probably have the set because yes. it was only like a six issue run or something. You had those way back in the day. I remember I those. Did. Yeah. Um. So. The rummage sales, uh, there wasn't a ton here in town, but there's somebody posted on Facebook that they, there was a subdivision rummage sale, and it was that subdivision that's like south of Janesville, like on your way to Afton. You know what I'm talking about? Nate Dog actually lived there with Tim for a while in that little... Yes! Like, I yep. can't remember the name of the streets or whatever, yeah. but you know... You there's... come through Afton and you kind of take a right once... So, right, it's right off Trip Road and whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was like... I don't know, the whole subdivision, I would say there had to have been at least 20 houses having this rummage sale. So it's park the van in one spot. And you can hit a Kids in the wagon. Load. We just walked the whole yep. neighborhood. That's or smart. And yeah, it was smart and it was it was busy, but I didn't. I don't even think, I think Kendra might have bought a couple little crafty things or something, but I didn't find not one thing that I was into. Um, but it was fine because... In my future, the other thing that we had planned was to head to Beloit Farmer's Market. You've been. Ooh, I do like the Beloit Farmer's Market. Everything about the Beloit Farmer's Market's pretty good. Like, everything's stepped up a notch. I hate to say it, but it puts Chainsville to shame. To shame, dude. And um, somebody brought to my attention this week that there was a USA Today article that named Beloit, like, the worst city to live in. I saw that, too. Now, and I was like, I never clicked on it, because I was like, who is this? Who's coming up with this? But... Uh, my boss is like, no, it's it's USA Today. And I'm like, who is... I'm telling you what, man. That city's been on the come up for at least the last five oh, years. Oh, man. They, and do they have yes. some rough spots? Of course they do. Do sure. they have shitty... Um, like, the housing value is not the greatest? Of course it's not. That's what I heard it was but based off dude, of. Dude, like... Was that and, like, crime. It's I'm like, sorry, but... Okay. If, if you look at a graph, that fucking city's on the way up. Big time. And, uh, and I have no problem going down there. A lot and of times we'll go down there. Uh, they're downtown. Whoops, jeans. Rules, yeah. yeah. And and uh, yeah, you said they're farmers market. Now, if you want to go ratings or whatever, but somebody told me that the Beloit farmers market ranks second in the state, only to Madison's. So little Beloit's got and and the crown jewel, as far as I'm concerned, is the taco truck. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's a good talk. You don't, you don't. I don't care what truck. else. Like we'll walk up and down, and like if you get something, you get something. I don't care. Like, uh, you know, the kids usually get some ice cream or whatever, because a lot of the local businesses right there downtown kind of just bring their shit outside. So there's like an ice cream shop right down there by Austin's Barbershop. Yep. Uh, that's where Maverick gets his hair cut. Nice. Sits in a little airplane chair every uh, couple months. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a great it's a great old timey barbershop. We take Maverick. He's got every haircut there except for maybe his first one or something. It's um, like old timey style, like yes, over dude. by Van Buren. It's 
Yes, it's very much like that, dude. What are we talking magazine selections? Pop, popular mechanics? A lot of it's popular play, science. It's a Playboy? <laughs> no, I think they've probably done away with the Playboy. Um, is, the is the guy smoking while he's cutting our hair? Or his no, hair, sorry. No, he's not. Uh, I don't I know, remember. Man. What was that? I wonder what that guy's name was. I don't remember either. Dude, we used right to go the there. corner of State and like... Uh, Oak Hill. Oak Hill. And yeah, you'd go in there and that guy's smoking a ciggy. Cutting your hair, giving you a nice bowl cut or flat top. Here's what I always remember too is on like the bulletin board that you're facing, there's everybody puts up their business cards and like pins them or whatever. I think I know exactly where you're going this, but go ahead. It's like blade sharpening. Yes! (laughs) It's like K&B sharpening or something. That place still exists. It it's does? on Highway 59. Well, God damn. Had it oh, outside right of Milton. Milton. Yes. That's the same spot. The 100% shit. it's the same Free spot. Plug. But yeah, they had the they always had their shit prominently displayed on that guy's board. And, and I don't know. Actually, you know what? His place was like a drop off. For it? Yeah, like you could drop off saw blades and stuff there and See, then they come pick it up. See, this is what I'm talking about, people. Yeah. We need old school like, commerce. Old school go commerce. Cut your kids' hair and go ahead and drop off your go saw blades. Yeah, we gotcha. We'll bring them back sharp. <laughs> you want a popular mechanics a Playboy over right here? I'm good. All right. What about a Marlboro? All right. <laughs> yes, dude. I was like, there was That's only the bus. when we went there. There was only ever one guy in there, but there was two chairs. Like he and the other setup was like full, and I was always wondering like what happened to the other guy. Yeah, it's almost like he died tragically and they just like left all his shit there. Oh, I think you're right. I only remember the one guy. Tall dude. Yeah, he was the only guy that was yeah. ever there. But you have to admit there was there, there was, was another station, station. And it was fully stocked, like the whole nine. Like I even think there was probably a name plaque. I don't remember the guy's name at all. Oh, we need to figure God it out. God damn it. If I know so many kids that lived in our neighborhood yep. that got their hair cut yep. at that barbershop. Corner of State and Oak Hill. The old bowl cut. Somebody <laughs> out there, let us know what that guy's name was. Let us know if that guy's still around. He can't be. He yeah, could be. He could be. Somebody know. knows something. So, yeah. So, the farmer's market was good. Um, one cool thing about it, they had, like, the Beloit City Works had the, all their trucks out there. So, like, the garbage truck and all these. And Maverick is so fucking into these trucks, dude. Like... And him and Maverick and Janet got to stand in the bucket of like a, a utility truck. Oh, really? Up. It didn't go up or anything, but they still got to stand yeah, in the bucket. In and like, it was cool. It was very cool. And then, yeah, the, the coup de gras, if you will, was the fucking taco truck. Uh, as it always is. Get that to go. Actually, before we were, even got there, we pulled in. Antonio was leaving. Ran into him at the parking lot. I'm like, would you get some taco truck? And he's like, <laughs> he's like no, we're going to hit up the one in Janesville. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah which i've never hit up it parks right over here um right off parker drive yeah kind of by peace court yep right, right 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 by yeah by rock county brewing and stuff i've yeah. never been to that one have you i'm trying to, yes i got it once how was it it was good does but it it's been like a year ago but the one in beloit and i'll tell you what and i don't know why he does this but it's delicious for some reason, he does not put lettuce in anything. Oh, that's like, a street taco Like style, your traditional dude. street taco is whatever meat you choose, yep. cilantro, cilantro, onion. onion. But yep. we usually get like the burritos or whatever, burrito or quesadilla. And I'm not a big cilantro guy. I, and I can take or leave onions, especially when they're like raw, in their raw form. Like if they're cooked in something, I don't care. But right. I don't know. And, but he puts 
like chopped or shredded cabbage in his tacos or or I'm sorry his like burritos and quesadillas. So you get like you and cabbage doesn't really have much of a taste, but it still has like a it holds Crunch. up well. Right. Yeah, and right. It, like you can take this shit to go, and it doesn't get all wilty or anything. Yeah, yeah like, like lettuce would. Right. Yeah. No shit. So cabbage, cabbage is the secret to uh, tacos El Gordo or whatever that. I think that's the name of the truck, but the guy's fucking. The guy's great. Now I'm gonna have to get that. Oh, dude. There's there's days where I've planned service trips down to Beloit, like. So you can stop yeah. So like yeah, truck. like I'll have a service call and make like, hey, somebody's got a problem with sofa or whatever. They're in Beloit. Call them up and I'm like, uh, let's let's go with uh, Thursday around one o'clock. How's noon looking for you? Looking pretty good for me in this taco <laughs> truck. I tell you what. Um, you alluded to Money in the Bank, the WWE pay per view. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, money, 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 money. Which, uh, so the premise of that pay per view is a briefcase is hung from the, the like in from, the middle of the ring. Yeah, and and eight contestants, wrestlers get ladders, and the first guy to climb up the ladder unhook this briefcase gets a shot at the title anytime they want i think they actually at this point now get a shot at any title it's like sure it's like a contract in the briefcase to get a shot at whatever title you want yeah, yeah. whatever whatever i forgot there's multiple and there's a women's one and a men's one now yes um you know there's like there's 14 titles now. god damn it <laughs> i didn't even watch raw this week uh, i saw that ugly green belt get introduced dude that was know. rough um, but <laughs> so yeah, Adam came over There's money in the bank. There's 15 titles now. <laughs> Honestly, like. I forgot about the 24-7 title. Um, I had, I don't know what you would say. I had a little too much fun maybe Sunday night. Sure. When that thing started and. No, no, no. I, I think you're good. It just, yeah, stuff, sometimes mm. stuff catches up with you. It caught up with me. Um, but me and Ed, it's fun. So, um, it's like 10 minutes into the main event. And I know this main event ladder match is going to go like 40 minutes. And I'm like trying to maintain at, at a certain point, like I've been up since the butt crack of dawn. I've had a few, you know, whatever. I'm like, I keep in mind we're at my house, but thank God Adam feels like family or he is family and he feels like this is his own house. So I'm not too worried about it. I'm just like, dude tapping out like i i fucking have to go to bed right hold now. on let me tell it okay <laughs> okay i came out of the bathroom at one point and like the main event just started and i kind of <laughs> some like ricochet did some crazy shit off a ladder as like a high flying guy i was like oh shit and i like looked over at matt and he's just kind of kind of getting the sleepies you know what i mean like he's kind of nodding out is like he was completely like not completely like Still facing the TV, but eyes closed, and, like, he's getting a good... The sleepies are there. You know when your eyes kind of burn, and your lids just have to come down? Yeah. That's where you're at. And I just went, oh! And I'm like, nah, I'll just let him be. And I'm like, he'll, he'll come back, it's fine. And he did, for a little bit. For, like, ten minutes, and probably. Then, and he just went, I like that you called it, though, you're just like... I'm not going to sit here and toy with myself. <laughs> no, I'm done. In the good way. I'm done, dude. <laughs> You just, eyes just down, and you just went, all right, I'm tapping out. Yeah, good night. And I yeah. went, 
okay. And then, yeah, me and Michaela, or Ken Jell hung around for a little bit, and then was like, oh, I gotta, I'm gonna lay with Mav. And I was like, oh, that's all good. And then she leaves. And then so it yeah, does. Yeah, he woke up like right as I went yeah, upstairs. Yeah, she's like, I'm standing up here. I'm like, no, it's fine. It's all, everything's all good. All good. But then, yeah, something crazy happened. So I'm just like, hey. What wasn't all good was that I poured a full beer oh, in, see, a, in a glass. That. It's just like sitting over here. And the whole time I'm like, I hope Adam just finishes that. Like, <laughs> that was a good beer. We don't like to waste stuff. That was like, uh, you know, the Carbon 4 Brewing Company's... Um, it's called Diet, Diet Starts, Starts Tomorrow. tomorrow. It's that a is chocolate a good oatmeal stout. It's very good. It's a dessert beer, and I <laughs> poured it des- for dessert, <laughs> and uh, never made it that far. Sucks getting old, huh, bud? Um, one of the fun, <laughs> yeah, one of the fun things that we like to do is for these pay per views. There's a Twitter handle called Pro Wrestling Scorecards. Oh right, I forgot about that. Um, I forgot about it too until the next day. And I came down here and I like looked at my scorecard and <laughs> did you did you happen to look at my scorecard at all? No. no? Okay. Um, I look at my scorecard and I remember I remember starting this like I'm writing down. So basically, it like lists the match. You pick the winner. You pick how you think it's gonna end, like pinfall, submission, whatever. And they usually throw in something weird like aerial moves or how long the match is going to be or whatever and you fill it in it's a big guessing game really yeah they give you like almost like a test almost like yeah uh blah 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 is gonna win and then a b or c will happen kind of sure like yeah and me and adam always do it and for the smaller pay-per-views like this one is it's like five bucks we do five bucks a sheet for the larger pay-per-views it's ten bucks those are like the big four or whatever um but I'm like, I saw Adam's ty- or Adam's sheet sitting there, and I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, let me let me tally this up, and I tally Adam's up, and then I'm like, let me let me see how I because Adam, y- you didn't do great. I don't think I did either. Um, and then uh, I go, well, let me go check my scorecard out. I'm gonna I'm gonna tally up my scorecard. <laughs> yeah. And I get down to the like the end, and it turns out that I tap. I did not only did I tap out on the night. Like I tapped out and I'm didn't filling e- out the, yeah. the sheet. So the the uh, two, oh yes the two championship matches because I remember <laughs> thinking all right I filled out a bunch of them I'm, like, I'm good for a while. Yes, I remember you saying, "Look, I got I got the pre-show and and, and a couple done. I won't need to get to this for a minute." Yeah, you never came back. Never came never back. Came never back. came back. And I'm like, you know what? I'm a man of integrity. <laughs> I'm going to take goose eggs for those two matches. You still won, didn't you? And then I start... So then I... I uh, on Monday night, I'm at work, and I start tallying the stuff up, and I make, like, the key or whatever, and I'm going through the stuff. Uh, out of a possible 218 points, Adam, you scored 68. Oh, my God. And I'll, you can tally it up if you want, but no, I assure I you it's you. correct. And you got one. Uh, here's my sheet with the... Crossed with out the last two matches completely. I scored a 75. <laughs> beating you. Um, <laughs> you're going to pee again on the pod? No. Um, I'm not peeing. I'm just furious. Oh, God. Um, two goose eggs and you beat me in booking? Uh, huh? To be fair, I've only lost like one of these. I know. This is bullshit. I called Vince McMahon before the show and I'm like, look, who you got in this one? Mm-hmm. He only lets me get a couple. Like, he doesn't want to give Bruce away the whole Pritchard show. Bruce Pritchard is who you called. No, I don't know Bruce Pritchard. You don't know Vince McMahon. I go straight to the top. Yeah. I call Shane McMahon. 
Well, I like to think there's like a, a McMahon we don't know about that like lives in an Gary. Attic. Gary McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary, it's like, what are you, sickening. What do you want to know? I got, I got to, yeah. I'm hoping to get invited to Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> so yeah, a little bit of a humble brag, but I've only lost like one of these things. Oh, dude, and, I want a handicap now. And the uh, now you have to go in with one crossed off. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> um, I'm. I'm doing the potty dance right now. Adam's doing the potty dance right now. Um, Kayfabe, we, bro. We talked last week about... Well, you, you brought up something called the Chicago Murder Hotel. Yes. Like during one of our hypotheticals that we did. Yes. Which, by the way, I think went over well. And I got some good feedback on that. So I think we might do a couple more of those here later in the show. What do you think? I agree. And also, if uh, you guys out there want to... Guys and gals want to send us some hypotheticals. We could do that too. Absolutely. Now, you know what? I kind of felt like a dick because I kind of ran down. Um, I don't know. I don't think I was too harsh, but like Gatch and Schaffner, like, I guess what it was, was that wasn't what I was looking for. I was more looking for like a scenario based thing. Sure. Which sure. then they're got, just going, which then yeah. got laid out. Right. So now I think people know what we're looking right. for and maybe we'll get some good shit. They're doing like one and line or the other. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. So, and, and no, you're not a dick for that. We're just kind of figuring out exactly what we're talking about. Yes. So no worries. The extinguisher. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll take a quick break here. When we come back, um, I did some research on this Chicago murder hotel, which I had never heard about, but more... Boy, was it fascinating. I'm telling you, man. And, guy um, is a psychopath. That's to say the least. So, yeah, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with some Chicago Murder Hotel action. Hey, gang. Are you looking to get some new ink but don't know what tattoo shop to visit? Go see our friend Ben Strickland over at Zombie Line Tattoo Studio, located at 986 South Jackson Street, right here in Janesville, Wisconsin. Whether you're looking for a full sleeve or something small, you can trust that Ben and his crew will give you a great price on a great piece of art that you will be proud to show off. Give them a call at 608-921-8399 to make an appointment, and be sure to let them know you heard about it right here on the Hold On, Let Me Tell It podcast. Once again, that is Zombie Line Tattoo Studio, 986 South Jackson Street in Janesville, Wisconsin. Go get you some ink. All right, we're back. Um, the Chicago Murder Hotel that we talked about, touched on briefly. I had never heard about it last week. You brought yeah. it up. What do you know about it? Um, I know some about it just because it was based off that American Horror Story season where they did the the crazy hotel about this guy, and then that's what we were talking about from last week. And so from the show, um, this guy essentially had a hotel or built a hotel, and it was kind of a psych out where it was mostly just his torture fucking palace like he had rooms fake rooms um body shoots like he had rooms where you go in there and then he drug you um like the they they bring you your drinks and stuff and then you pass out and then he'd like brick up the room and then you're just in there until you suffocate or starve to death and then he'd throw you down a chute 
into a thing of bodies. And then sell your goddamn skeleton to the health industry, like to doctors. For like teaching aids and stuff. Yeah, man. Um, There's a million different like weird stories. I'd be curious to hear what's actually true and what's not. Because, I mean, obviously, American Horror Story churches it up. Yeah, or embellishes. Satanic or, yeah. churches it up. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, why don't you give me a so I, real deal? Okay, I, I'd never heard of it before. I have never watched American Horror Story. But he's from Chicago. Uh, yes, that, that hotel was in Chicago. Okay. Um, the guy's name is uh, Herman Webster Mudgett. Oof. Hermie, Hermie Mudgy? Oh, little Hermie Mudgy? Oh. He never would hurt a soul. Hermie Mudgy got so um, mad at getting picked on that he <laughs> took it on in the world, dude. Well, old <laughs> Hermie Mudgy was actually, from what I read, is he was kind of like an overachiever. Like, you talk... Okay, let me just run it back. He He was born... This is what I found fucked up, dude. Okay. He was born on May 16th, 1861, which was the day that we recorded last week's pod. Ah! Or no. Actually, it was the day we released the pod, the next day. Yeah. But either way, very freaky. Serial killer ghost stuff. Um, but, uh, so he, he's, he's born in 1861. He... Dies. They finally they finally catch him for all this stuff. I'm gonna kind of go to that, and then I'll go back to like all the shit he did. But he dies on May seventh, eighteen ninety six, which was five days before his thirty fifth birthday. Oh, he didn't get far. This guy, you know what? And I might even go as far as say he's quite a go getter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he accomplished. I mean, uh, when it comes to things of this nature, to quote Megadeth, "Killing was his business, <laughs> and, and business, business was good." <laughs> Like, he got a lot of stuff accomplished. Hello, me. Read the Muriel me, did it. Dude, he, for only being a 34-year-old guy, I was like, I was like jaw-dropped wow. at all the shit this guy did. Um, He was kind of like a swindler, so he's born in New Hampshire. Um, He graduates high school, which I think, you know, you hear a lot about, like, the 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 dad was like a farmer and stuff, and you hear a lot about kids don't make it past we're talking the 1860s. Right. Like, we're hearing the guys that guys don't make it past, you know, sixth grade or whatever because sure. they got to go work on the farm and whatnot. But he graduates high school at like 16 years old and then enrolls. He The first college he enrolls in is like Vermont and he didn't find it up to his standards. Like, pretty smart dude. Right. Um, makes his way to the University of Michigan. Oh. Even back then, just he just he just goes he goes shows up in Vermont. And he was like, "Nope, <laughs> this you guys are uh, you guys are boring me." Pretty. I'm going to Michigan. Okay. Um. And and actually, before he even rolls in the uni- University of Vermont, um, on July fourth, eighteen seventy eight, he marries a girl named Clara. Oh no. Um, and he's only seventeen years old at this point. So like. It was graduates. Weird back then. I know. Graduates high school at sixteen. <clears throat> marries at seventeen. Jesus. Uh, the next year he's he's in Vermont, but he doesn't like the school. Uh, he bugs out of there and he goes into Michigan University of Mi- Michigan's Department of Medicine and Surgery. Graduates from there in eighteen eighty four. So that's only two years later. So he's like 20 and they're like, "You're a doctor." <laughs> basically, yes, dude. Does um, it say if Clara's still with him? 
Okay, I do have information on Clara. She's with him at that point, um, but he, while he's at University of Michigan, um, he's working in an anatomy lab under like this professor or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then he apprenticed in New Hampshire under another doctor who's like a noted advocate of human dissection. Oh and boy! That is how he kind of learns the tricks of the trade. Like you were talking about the skeletons and yes. stuff. Yes. Um, apparently during like the first year of college or whatever. No, a couple years. Actually, it was two years after eighteen eighty four. Um, he's got like a violent, uh, violent thing with his wife. Um, she bugs out back to New Hampshire. And wrote that she knew little of him afterwards. So he, she basically Clara just, gets yeah. away. Clara gets away. I'm happy um, for that. They did have they have a son too. Um, the son's name was Robert Mudgett. Uh, he actually went on to be the city manager of Orlando, Florida. Really? Yeah. And this so, is why Florida is all fucked up. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what the date is or how big Orlando, Florida is at that time, but. I mean that's it's a, just, that's a pretty big post. That's you say? a very big post. I'm just I'm surprised that um, that you get this guy that I guess is so smart, but then is so crazy, and then the offspring goes on to do great things. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I guess I, I, out of that family, if you just go Claire and the kid, they went on to do all right. This dude, the dark, the dark uh, voyager. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like Dexter. Yeah, must have had his very shit. much like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so at, so after he graduates or whatever, he moves to New York, and immediately like a rumor starts circulating that he was seen with a little boy who later disappeared. Oh boy! And he claims that oh the boy went back to his home in Massachusetts, and there was no investigation that took place or whatever. But he quickly leaves town. Yeah. So like, there's something up there. All right. You know, you don't right? ever balance. Like, he's fine. He went home. Yeah. I'm gonna leave too. <laughs> he from there moves to Philadelphia. I can't believe like the fucking jet setting this guy's doing in the 1860s. That's like, thing I was This guy's say. more traveled than me, and I have the, the amenities <laughs> yeah. of a car. We and, don't uh, have Expedia back no. then. <laughs> I'm going to sound really dumb right now, but do they have cars in 1861, or is it still horse travel? I thought the first cars came out like the twenties. That's what, okay. I don't feel so dumb right now because I was exactly. We don't say have the 20s. a production guy right now. We'll yeah, get we don't there. have anybody to look. You guys it let up. us know if you want to be our production guy. Somebody. Um, so yeah, they're just like, hey man, weren't you? Uh, we saw you with a boy earlier, but he's gone. Like, what happened to him? Oh, he went back to Massachusetts. And I'm going to Philly. All right, see you later. <laughs> yeah. So, um, he then works at uh, like a drugstore in Philly. And a boy dies after taking medicine that was purchased at the store. Oh my god! He denies that any invol- that he had any involvement with the child's death, but he immediately leaves the city. <laughs> it's kind of his calling card. And then, okay, look, it wasn't me, but I got to go. I gotta go. <laughs> and it's at that point that um, Herman Webster Mudgett then moves to Chicago. But before doing so, he kind of wants to like he wants a clean slate. Okay. So he changes his name to H. H. Holmes, Henry Howard Holmes, <sighs> Triple H. Um, Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you this. You started burying, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy has uh, confessed to 27 murders. Um, only nine are confirmed, but it's said to have been as many as 200. Yeah. 
pales in comparison to how many people Triple H has buried. Time the one to play that we the know. game. <laughs> <laughs> in the old wrestling biz. Um, I thought that was fucking funny. I'm glad you picked up on that immediately. Do you want to explain what burying means? Because what if there's people out there that aren't wrestling fans? They're like, Triple H killed They're that like, many guys? How many? <laughs> well, go ahead. I'm talking a lot. You explain buried. Otherwise, um, I will. So in the to. wrestling world, um, if you're a higher up or a booker or something like that, if you bury a guy, it means they're not getting a, they're not getting TV time. They're not, or a they're push, not, they call they're, yeah, I was like a push, but I'm like, then I got to explain a push. Sure. Um, but yeah, they're not advancing. They're stopping your, you're holding them down. Yes. You're burying them. Yes. You're you know, burying yeah. them in your job. So that's what, yeah. Quick little sidebar to that. But yeah. So he, he changes his name because he wants kind of a fresh start in Chicago um, he even says here, like he changes his name because he doesn't want to be, um, exposed by victims of his previous scams. One of which you alluded to with the skeleton thing, he would, he would, I don't know if it was grave robbing or something like that, but he would always, he would come across skeletons, whether he killed them or whether he exhumed them Ugh. and like stripped all the flesh off them or whatever. And he would sell them to universities or schools or whatever as teaching aids because in 1861, there's no plastic. Like, you, there's no... If you if you see a skeleton in a classroom, it's a fucking skeleton. Yeah, man. that's somebody. That is somebody. <laughs> Can you... Like, oh my God. 1861? Is that what you said? Yeah, that... Well, yeah, that's when... 18, 1861 is when he was born... He graduates school in like 1878 or something. Or 18, okay, so yeah. even if it's late, even if it's late 1800s, like yeah. there wasn't stuff out there that like you have to do a lot of work to get to just a skeleton. You know what I mean? Insane, Can dude. You think like, of that? like you... oh, there wasn't like peroxide and like alcohol that's or you know what I mean? Or even go or, back, or, even <laughs> go back to like the late 80s or early 90s when we're yeah. in school. There's no internet so they're like you want to learn about anatomy or whatever they're like using these fucking remember like the transparent like flip chart thing where the guy yeah. would have like his skin and then they'd flip the page and then you'd and see like his muscles nerves and then you'd yeah, see the yeah. nerves yes. and you'd see the yeah uh, dude nowadays everything's digital they don't need but any like, of this how did stuff. he like uh, i'm just saying like uh cleaning not cleaning products but how do you how do you get to a skeleton in 1888 you know what, what do you mean? mean? You either kill the guy or you... I understand that part, but I'm saying, like, how do you, like... Do you gotta wait? Like... Oh, no, dude. Like I said, and when he wasn't going to university, he was, like, in with this guy that was all about dissection and stuff. And I'm so he sure... he must have known. There was... I mean, there's chemicals and stuff sure. like that that kind of eat away the flesh, I'm that's sure. A, that's what I'm asking That's about. That's kind of what he was into. That's his That's his thing. But he didn't know that probably till this point. He was like, up until now, I just make, I'm just making little boys this beer. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's yeah. what, right? A lot of that, apparently. Um, so, in 1886, he arrives in Chicago, and he comes across this drugstore, and he starts working there. Um, he eventually buys the store. Now some there was something saying like that he whacked the previous store owner and like gained Took control. Over. That way. Not true apparently. No. Um he just he just got a job there and eventually they said like dude he's a really hard working guy. Um <laughs> and he he buys the store. And then what? And then he purchases an empty lot across from the store. 
1887, and he begins construction on a two-story mixed-use building. That's what he's calling it. He's got apartments on the second floor and retail spaces, including a new drugstore on the first. (laughs) No. Okay. Wait, so across the street, drugstore wasn't enough? Like, no, let's go ahead and put one in the lobby. I'm going to need that. Because I need to drug the victims, I'm sure. You know what I mean? I'm sure that played into it, too. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. He, so, like, looked across the street and went, that's too far. I don't want... I'd, I'd like to go to the lobby for this. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think <gasps> before or it's right crazy. when it gets... It, so the thing, like, gets, gets completed, and then he's swindling all these contractors out of their money. Like, he's like, I don't have the money. Well, they're like, well, we already fucking built your two-story whatever the fuck. And... And uh, so, so they, I don't know, they like sue him or whatever, but he, he, this guy's a slippery shit. Like, he always seems to get out of everything. Um, he then decides, he goes to the some investors, and he's going to add a third floor to the building. And he tells them that he wants to build a hotel. Because oh, the, that's where the hotel comes in. Okay. Yes. It's because there is the, um, the World's Fair is coming to Chicago. Yep, it always... Oh. So he's like, that sounds sweet to the investors. He's like, we need to build a motel or a hotel to put up all these. There's going to be a there lot gonna of people. There's going to be a lot of people, yep. So, so that's how he gets the you know, the the funds or whatever to get that done. But that's when he turns that into like his own personal playground. So the apartments are legit. True. That was on the, the American stores Horse. stores are legit. That's on the American Horror Story too. It was like, that was his like... Um, Third floor yeah. is all fucked up. Like... There's rooms that are completely they soundproof. Go to, they go and they go there's to nowhere. Rooms, or yeah, there's hallways yes. that lead to nowhere. Yes. There's there's rooms that are completely sealed off where he can put like gas in there. Or yes. And all these rooms too. have chutes that lead right to the basement, so he can just like dispose of things, and they all go to the basement, where, um. Uh, strangely enough, he has an. He has acid vats, quicklime. That's what like decomposes the flesh, but leaves the skeleton. That's what we were. I was talking about earlier. We should look up when quicklime started. I bet you it starts back in the eighteen hundreds. Uh, well, yeah. Well, they had it in the eighteen hundreds, but yeah. And then it, also a crematorium to dispose of the victims' bodies. So he basically has this like area upstairs where he can do whatever the fuck he wants to these people. Send them down. Shoot them down. And then he's got everything he needs to dispose of the bodies right there on the same premises. Um, after he got, he eventually gets popped, and I will go into that. But strangely, the as soon as like as soon as he gets popped, the hotel gets gutted by a fire that they don't know who started. Or whatever. Really. Um. It gets it does get rebuilt, and it's like Inglewood. Eng- it's a suburb of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Suburb. Mm-hmm. Um. Their post office is on the grounds that this place really? is at. So if you go to the... If folks, if you go to the Englewood Post Office, that's where the murder hotel happened. Um, I heard that's not the greatest neighborhood, by the way. Englewood always up to no good? Seriously. <laughs> no, like the, the, the Illinois one. Yeah. Um, so he didn't... He really didn't kill, like, a bunch of random people. It was all kind of people he knew, um, most of which were employees of the quote hotel or drugstore or whatever. Uh, maybe two hundred. Like okay, so may he confessed to twenty seven. That's a lot, dude. 
Especially considering he's dead at 34. Yes. Like, and you got to think you don't start this shit until you're an adult. Like, <laughs> let's just say he starts at 20. That's 14 like he, years. Uh, That's two like, a year, dude. dude yeah. No, and he's on some good son shit, dude. He, he's he been doing something since 13. <laughs> I love that this is the second week in a row that you've brought up the good son. Look. <laughs> I owe Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay Culkin a lot of money. And I'm just trying to get out of it. Oh, my. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin now is fucked up. I love him Actually, now. he's fine now. No, he's great now. Five years ago. Yeah. Fucked up. He looked rough five yeah, years ago. Yeah, he had a rough... You know, good on him. He, he was had a, fucking he was throwing... Kevin McAllister. What do you want, dude? That's right. Um, you know what happens if you get famous like this, Matt? You turn out to... When you're nine, you turn out to, to be one of these. Oh, uh, dude. I've always said, like, um, a couple years ago when, like, Justin Bieber's, yeah, like, racing Lamborghinis or neighborhood gonna, and stuff. Yes. I'm like, dude, everybody's talking shit about him. And I'm like, dude, if you gave me unlimited money when I'm 18 years old, I'm going to be a fucking dick, An dude. It's too. like, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. You don't have enough life experience at that point to handle it. Do you know Drew Barrymore was at Studio 54 at the age of nine? Yeah. She was like in rehab for coke at like the age of 12. Yes. Dude. All I'm saying is... Child actors, man. Right. <laughs> Especially back then. They went through some shit. Yep. Um... Going back to uh, Triple H here. We're just going to affectionately refer to him as Triple H. How did he get out. busted? Well, hold on. Let me let me tell it here because I want to nice. kind of go in chronological order. Okay. Um, but the first, what they think, they don't even say first. They say early murder victims was his mistress. Her name is Julia Smythe. Um, she's actually the wife of a guy that, sh- that he hired to run like the jewelry counter at the drugstore in this place. So yep. he's fucking this girl. Um, she has a daughter named Pearl and the guy, the guy, the jeweler that works there, the male seems like this guy, Triple H preyed on women mostly probably because they're easier targets. I don't know. Plus women's rights. They had like none. So a bunch of chicks go missing. Nobody bats. Nobody bats an eye back back in the 1800s. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't. Um, so, uh, Basically, it gets it comes out that he's fucking this Julia girl, and the guy quits his job. But Julia and her daughter Pearl move into the hotel or oh, whatever and stay with him. They kind of play off that in that in that hotel one. Do they? Yeah. So the last time anybody saw either one of those two was Christmas Eve, eighteen ninety one. I think they even play um, off that a little. Holmes bit. Triple H says that. Uh, that she died during an abortion or whatever, but it was never confirmed. Um, then there's another girl named Emmeline that starts working in the building in 1892 in May. She dot she disappears. That's December. So is um, he swapped over to just strictly females at this point? I don't know. It seems most of these victims seem like women and children, mm. which is fucked up to talk about. But like, yeah, eh, what the f- you know, um, another woman vanished. Um, she. Her name was Edna Van Tassel. I don't know. She's she's believed to be among the victims. They don't have a lot of stuff to go on back then either. You oh, know sure. I mean? There's just, yeah. there's just it's not much fucking stuff. E- it's 1880, whatever the fuck. But then a little twist comes into this story. Okay. And um, he's working at some chemical bank building or whatever on Dearborn Street in Chicago. He meets this guy named Benjamin Peitzel or Pitzel. Huh? I don't know. 
He's a carpenter, but he's also like a criminal who's got a little shady past or whatever. Oh, Benny P. Oh, Benny <clears throat> P. Yeah. Um, but Holmes, like, he's a smart motherfucker. He uses this guy as like his right hand man swindler. for for a bunch of shit. Um, and at a certain point, he gets like, I, I forget what that like. Other people come to come to stay at this hotel. One of them's like an actress that he gets to like sign over the deed to her property in Fort Worth because she doesn't plan on ever going back there or whatever. And like, he's got this in his back pocket. And at one point he does go like when he's on the run and goes and stays there or whatever. Really? Yeah. But this Peitzel guy or whatever, he concocts a plan with this lawyer that he meets, um, to fake his death. Like he's going to, he's going to fake a death because he, he has access to like cadavers and stuff. His buddy is going to fake the death. Well, they're they're just gonna fake a guy's death. Oh, basically. okay. Gotcha. Like, gotcha. Like they're gonna produce a bot. Basically, they're gonna like take a life insurance policy out on a random person. Like, bakes, they're gonna make up a guy. Right. And life pay- insurance, and then yeah, and then come up with a body and be gotcha. like, here, this guy Here's, died. Yes. And then someone collects Cut the, the money. Check. The insurance company immediately like gets wise to it, and uh, because he convinces this Peitzel guy. This Peitzel guy, he's like, you're going to be, you're going to change your, I don't know if he actually changes his name, but he's like, you're going to be, your your backstory is you're going to be this inventor or whatever named so-and-so and you're going to have a lab accident and you're going to have, it's going to be burned like beyond recognition and then we're just going to go. And throw a and dead body, buy a, a burned body. Yeah, basically yeah. go like zoom a corpse, burn it. We're gonna it. throw a marshmallow. Yeah. Well, the insurance company's like, ah, oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And the whole the whole plan is took us all last week. The whole plan is like it's gonna the money's gonna go three ways between Triple H, this Peitzel guy, and his wife, Peitzel's uh, Peitzel's wife. Yeah. Okay. Peitzel's aside, the new guy. The yeah. New, yeah. So uh, the insurance company's onto it. And they're like, eh, we're not doing this or whatever. So rather rather than like come up with a different plan, Triple H, tri- <laughs> Triple H actually kills Peitzel. <laughs> Here he is, you fucking yeah. really? Yes, yes, dude. Like, took what about his wife? Chloroform. Oh, that's where it gets really fucked up. All right, keep going. Chloroform rag takes out Peitzel, takes out a ten thousand um, dollar life insurance. life insurance policy. Which in twenty eighteen dollars is two hundred and ninety grand. Yep. So you're you're sitting at like a third of a million dollars basically. Um so yeah, it's so it's so funny because like the the insurance company balks at the one thing, but it's so he's like, Well fuck that, I'm just gonna I, I'm just gonna Here's kill the real guy. Yeah. So what he is- so he does that and then <laughs> I'm he, not trying to laugh at the, these misfortunes, uh, you know. You our, know what? It's a long time ago. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying. Man, boys that's will be boys. Up. I'm I'm laughing because that's fucked up. Um, so he collects on this payout on the genuine Peitzel corpse. He then manipulates. They cut Peitzel. the check. Yes, they cut oh the God. check. What about the wife? He then goes on to manipulate the wife uh. into allowing three of her five children to be in his custody. All, all the while telling her that the Peitzel guy is alive, but he's in Jamaica. And it's like, we'll meet up with him soon, but in oh the meantime, my God. we got we got to get to traveling. Back to the real, like the, the fake out from the beginning. They didn't, 
Okay. So they didn't know that he was going to merc that guy. And he's like, yeah, he's fine. He's in Jamaica. We're going to get over there. Got the money. We're good. Get yeah. The, get the oh, no, pets. no, no. I'm sorry. I said Jamaica. It's actually London. I don't know where the fuck I came up with Jamaica, man. Yeah, man. I don't know. Either way, he's across. He's like, no, nah, he's, he's over, across the pond in London. And then, and then this guy Cut takes on like a third wife. And he's in Toronto, but he's somehow communicating with the what he's in. So he's in Toronto with. This is an all in the eighteen hundreds. Yes. How? I don't. I don't know either. He's in Toronto with, <laughs> with three of this guy's five children, Kids. and he's got the, the guy's wife in Detroit with the other two. Yep. Which is like a stone's throw. It's like. Just a couple miles. You don't think about it, but Detroit is a couple miles away from Canada. In 1880, though, Matt? Yeah. I don't know. And they're like, he's like, got it so where they're both like trying to make their way west, but he's in Canada because he knows shit's getting hot, and she's in like Detroit. But then he just like, I don't know if he just grows tired of the kids or whatever, but he fucking murders them all. <laughs> what? Yeah. He kills kids? Yeah, he kills... I thought, I thought he was just going to duck everybody out, like... Hey, meet him here, and then he just is vanishes in the wind. He fucking locks the the two. He locks the two girls in a like a chat, like a trunk. You want to hear it or no? Yeah, sure. Well, you don't have to. The fans do. Basically, he locks the girls in a trunk and then puts like a hose into the trunk with the The old carbon monoxide. The old carbon monoxide trick. Which you know what? Out of all the ways to go, you probably don't feel it too much. But yeah, it's it's (laughs) fucked up. But yikes. And then... Uh, Wait, the... there's cars? <laughs> you know... <laughs> Car... I, I'm cars sure I think there's the planes, trains, and automobiles, man. You can get cars. Then he cruises over to London, and he's in Toronto. The other guy's in Detroit. I'm like, what the... F- is this a kiss tour? <laughs> um, those two girls that he kills is eventually, like, kind of his downfall because... They end up finding these girls in like a shallow grave or whatever, and then by that time they're on to him and they're tracking him. Um, he eventually they catch up with them in Boston in November of eighteen ninety four. Fuck, do you go to? They tracked him there from Philadelphia. I thought he was in Canada. Well, he was for a short period. I I said I think How I said he was making his way around <laughs> trains. Dude, trains got to be, gotta all be that. trains and it's got to be horses. It's got to be trains. You're right. I feel like there's listeners just yelling, going, "You idiots!" There's fucking trains. Or cars. Like there's car, or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, um, guys. So he confesses. He confesses the 27 murders, but a lot of the people he said he killed were actually still alive at that point. Really? Yeah. That's so, a that's like a boast move, right? And it's one of those things where he got paid seventy five hundred dollars. By one of the newspapers for like exchange for his oh. confession, which at that point, like, what does it matter? Like in this in this day and age, you're gonna die. They don't fuck around like they do now, where you're on death row for twenty years before yeah. you die either. They gonna kill you. They're gonna kill you. So I don't understand what they did say. Like seventy five hundred dollars is worth two hundred twenty six thousand dollars. I was gonna today, say but, I want to know what the, the inflation on that is. But what does it matter at that point? I don't know. Um, maybe he thought he could escape. So, May 7th, 1896, Holmes is hanged in the prison at in Philadelphia. And he he's like cool, calm, and collected the whole t- entire time. Which I think is a... What's the year again? Sorry. Uh, 1896. Okay. So, we're not even 1900. Okay. Um, 
But they say like how like stoic he was. It's like I'm good. Which is like that's the a creepy trait shit. of yeah of serial of killers checked like, out right. Yes, we talked like, about it before. Here's it's what like, they do. That is, and I don't know how you're that fucking calm. But his only request is that his coffin be encased in cement, and instead of buried six feet, he wants to bury buried ten feet, because he worries about people dissecting his body getting his goddamn skeleton because out because that's what he was into <sighs> i think he thinks that like other people do this stuff, yeah and it's dude. Like, dude that's not the norm but he's like trust me they're out there i know a guy <laughs> oh my god that's fucked up yeah so um so i said before like the 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 place burned up or whatever that Chicago. It's so funny because we started talking about like the Chicago mystery or murder hotel or whatever. Yeah, the hotel. But I honestly think that was like kind of the least fucked up shit. Oh, like, I agree. It's like you start diving into this stuff. You're like, wow, dude, this guy was at the age of 34, it, it, the it, miles he yes, traveled, the yes. people he killed. Like, <clears throat> I didn't know that he was all over. Holy, like you said, He's seen more. He's he's been to more places than I have. I think. Hundred percent, dude. But that was in eighteen eighty something or in eighteen ninety. You know what I mean? Yeah, and um, it's uh, yeah. So he said, well, when he gets hanged, his uh, his neck does not snap, which is the goal. You know. No. Um, instead, he's strangled to death slowly, twitching for over fifteen minutes before being pronounced dead twenty minutes after the trap sprung. Yeah, maybe not kill people. Yeah, you know what? That's a little tiny slice of karma. I agree. He eat your karma pie, Triple H. I agree. Um, there was a caretaker that was like assigned to the Chicago fucking what do you call murder house or whatever. Okay. So like, once this this building is vacant, but somebody's taking care of it. Okay. And this guy's name, his name is uh, his last. They only have a last name. It's Keenlon. Keenlon. Q U I L. L-A-N? I don't know. Quinlan? I don't know. Um, but on March 7th, this guy um, dies by suicide by taking strychnine. What? His, his body was found in his bedroom with a note that read, and only had three words on it, I couldn't sleep. What? Yeah. See, this is where that American Horror Story It comes says from. that the surviving relatives claim that he'd been haunted for several months and was suffering from hallucinations. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so the whole the whole place ends up getting torn down in 1938. The site is now occupied by the Englewood branch of the United States Postal Service. And then, this is like recent stuff. Um, in 2017... There was allegations that Holmes had, in fact, escaped his execution. Wait, what? Which I don't understand why it fucking matters because this is something that happened in 18, whatever the fuck. Um, but they did. In 2017, they exhumed his corpse for testing. Um, his coffin, being that it was contained in cement, it was it did not, like, hardly decompose. Wait, his, oh, I heard about this. His clothes are all intact. Yes. His mustache is still yes, there. Yes, I've heard all that. All his shit. But they... Uh, they checked it, and it was, in fact, him. So, uh, Triple H rests in peace, or rests in hell, hopefully. I don't know. Yeah, that son of a bitch should fucking be burning. Oh. So, yeah, so that was that story. Um, I want to come back here in just a couple minutes with a couple more of those hypotheticals. What do you think? Oh, hell yeah. Hypothetical time? All right. Hyper um, hell yeah. I'm going to draw... We'll, we'll do a little drawski. I'll draw one. Adam will draw one. And then abs, uh, we actually have a listener-submitted one. So we'll get into that in one second. <laughs> 
Hey guys and gals, want to take a quick time out to let you know that the official Hold On Let Me Tell It t-shirts have arrived, and boy are they nice. Uh, they're locally printed by our friends at Up Your Sleeve Custom Screen Printing and Design. If you have a design or need help making one, Up Your Sleeve can help. Check them out at upyoursleeve.com. That's U-P-U-R-S-L-E-E-V-E.com. Or contact them directly at upyoursleeve at gmail.com. Support local businesses, and this is a great one. Again, upyoursleeve.com for all your t-shirts, screen printing needs. Thanks. We're back. I think uh, maybe we need a little palate cleanser after that. Good lord, we do. I hope that guy burns in hell. That's effed up, but kudos for his traveling. Um, I don't know how <laughs> we're you talking get through. in the break. We're like, that guy's been everywhere. It's like, man, it's. I feel like a, I'm like, oh, gotta go to Florida. And we have to <laughs> land in Chicago, and Chicago's traffic. And, and like, we're flying and driving. <laughs> and we're going to hang out with our family and like have fun. And he's like, I got to kill a bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> this fucked up guy, dude. Sometimes I think like maybe the like the people that are like true geniuses maybe they have such a like a hell inside them because other people aren't there there yeah like, I don't know like that doesn't by but, any means like say but then there's a good side of that too like look uh Elon Musk or whatever you know what I mean we don't know how many bodies Elon's got stacked up somewhere no come dude. out later he doesn't have time for that he's too busy making like he wants to go to space yeah. I guess. That's, That's fine. That. Um, I think we should... Last week's uh, Chuck Klosterman hypotheticals went over really well. That was fun. I think um, I'm going to have you draw one. Okay. And we'll do that. And then I have a listener-submitted hypothetical that I want to get to also. So we'll do one and the listener one? Yeah, because I think we're running a little little long here, but I hope right. people like it. I don't know. What do you got? What's this one called? It's called The Musical Reversal. Okay. Ready? Hit me with it. Assume everything about your musical tastes were reversed overnight. No, oh, I'm a huge country music fan. Everything you once loved, you now hate. Okay. Everything you once hated, you now love. For example, if your favorite band has always been R.E.M., they will suddenly Why would sound they use awful that? to you. <laughs> I once tried to perpetuate a rumor that Michael Stipe died in a helicopter accident. Hold on, let me tell it. <laughs> I can't believe they actually said R.E.M. Yes. Which now when I listen to it, it's not too bad. No. One day I got over to Matt's house back when he lived at Grandma's. Uh, this is probably around the losing my religion. Yeah, it was era. right after when like, Automatic for the People swept the MTV Awards. <laughs> and I couldn't stand it. And I just came in and Matt goes, Hey man, did you hear? And I go, hear what? And he goes... Michael Stipe died in a helicopter crash. And I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> fucked up, dude. Just on basic human fucking empathy. And he went, ah, you like R.E.M. <laughs> <laughs> it was a test. It was a test. It was a test. And I failed. All right, back to, so, uh, <laughs> for example, your favorite band has always been R.E.M. They will suddenly sound awful to you. They will become the band you dislike the most. Okay. By the same token... Uh, if you've never been remotely interested in the work of Yes or Jethro Tull, those two groups will instantly seem fascinating. If you generally dislike jazz today, you will generally like jazz tomorrow. 
If you currently consider the first album by Veruca Salt to be slightly above average... (laughs) So topical. (laughs) You will probably find it slightly below average. Everything can become the opposite. Okay, so I I get it. And I like that it's like, if I kind of like it, I kind of hate it. Okay, go ahead. Sure. Everything will become the opposite. Everything that... uh, But everything will remain in balance. Uh, Right. in, In quotation marks. And the rest of your personality will remain unchained. I feel like that's important. Okay. So, in all likelihood, you won't love any music any less or any more than you do right now. It's just like your favorites and your least favorites. There will still be artists that you love and make you happy. There will still be all artists who you currently find unlistenable. Now, I concede that this transformation would make you unhappy, but explain why. Explain why it'll make me unhappy? Now, I concede that this transformation would make you unhappy, but explain why. I guess I don't understand quite like the if I'm if I don't know any better. You know what I mean? Like I What? Because the thing is like right now like I love fucking I I don't know. I love Pearl Jam. I love Dave Matthews Band. So but if I don't know any better and I just wake up tomorrow and I like... And it's flipped. Love Florida Georgia Lion and I hate Dave Matthews Band or something. How am I to know any better and how would I be unhappy? Like, I don't understand. That's kind of, I don't understand, dude. Like, don't you agree? Like, I think these cards are smarter than us sometimes. There's something we're missing. And like, I think every one of these cards has like... Going back to the first one we did last week, I think what it was with that whole like, kidnapper scenario. Oh, I figured out the water one. Or, that's that's. Yeah, it. what is it? It's the human body cannot live uh, without water for 72 hours. So it's 24 hours you're already in, 48 to go, but that's your cutoff point for when you die of uh, uh, dehydration. So, but you're telling me that a sip of water is going to change anything? Because that was my whole thing is it's like it's trying to suss out the people that are like into instant gratification as opposed to those that are into like the long-term goal. We need to get Nate Graham on here because I had a great talk with him about it. You did? Nice. Yeah. And I had a few. And so here, here are a couple um, from last week. Sorry to get off track. Oh, yeah. Fuck this musical pe- reversal pe- one. People are like, I'm mixing all three. Then it dilutes Oh, to dilute it? it? It's like, but then you're straight up drinking poison no matter what, or I sip off one of each, or like that. But we did find out that the that sipping off that, one of the each. Thing, the missing link that we didn't know was that yeah, it's you can go without like three weeks, I think, without food. Yeah, but I get 72 that. is the, uh, and and you're in a room that's a hundred degrees. degrees. That's a factor so because I I tell you right now, if you if you wanted to make a wager. I could go 72 hours without drinking water. Not in 100 degrees room. Though. No, that would be the caveat. Yeah, I couldn't exactly. do it then. And yeah. we're thinking like, yeah. Because I, I like when I got my tonsils out, as I like sound like I have a dick in my throat right now, um, I like I told you I was all fucked up on that codeine. Like I had a, a reaction to it or whatever. I went like 48 hours with maybe a sip or two of water. That oh, was right, because like, you can't do anything. It's just like, yep. yeah, I was all fucked up or whatever. But 
Um, going back to this musical reversal thing, like there's something we're missing. There's here something. something. It feels like there's something we're missing, but I don't know, like, because in my head it's like if you don't know any better, then what's the difference? I guess like people would like my friends would maybe look at me different or whatever, but I do th- I maybe do think that um, you know I I put stock in like I like multiple gener- genres of music absolutely so it's like i'm not cornered in being like oh, i only like hip-hop so i'm a that, metal guy and i hate yeah, country yeah. like right there's shit like at work or whatever they're playing like the light fm station or whatever and like you can get down on this good, like, good tune there's yeah. there's shit that you don't like but there's nothing that i'm like this is garbage and like the the whole like term on there where it's like is something is unlistenable there's I can't think of much that I can think of that would be unlistenable. So yeah, there's only there's only a couple fonts where it's like the weird uh, like italics. Oh or? yeah, um, and and it's uh, everything will become the opposite, but everything will remain in balance, and the rest of your per- per- personality will remain unchained. So in all likelihood, you won't love music any less or any more than you do right now. Um. But if you currently... So, like, your best case scenario is if, like, you are kind of indifferent on everything. Because then it's, like... If, right, you're if down you're the like middle. If you're, like, kind of like something, then I, you kind of yeah. won't like something or whatever. Which, yeah, that that's... They're pegging somebody that's, like, straight metal or straight country, I yes, feel like. Yes, and that's not me. So maybe it doesn't pertain to me. Maybe we just, like, throw this one out. And like I said, um, time Total constraints. Listener. Yes. Listener. So we... <laughs> We had a listener-submitted hypothetical. And this, guys, when I said earlier that I was, like, shitting on Getch or Schaffner, not what I intended to do, um, but this is, like, more along the lines of what I was looking for. And maybe I should have said hypothetical situation instead of hypothetical question because what they did say were, you know, hypothetical questions. I can't I can't. I like those, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so someone hit me with this. Are you ready for this one? And I'll ask you this, and then I will give you my my thing as well. Okay. A woman has been secretly in love with you since high school. She just finds out she's terminally ill. Doctors have given her a two-year maximum life expectancy. She wants to make her lifelong dream of marrying you come true before she dies. In exchange... She will leave you $1 million in her will. She has signed consent forms allowing you to be able to speak with both her medical providers and financial advisors uh, before you get married. If you say yes, you have two weeks to file divorce from your wife and move in with her. What is your decision? I gotta talk to the wife. (laughs) Well, I, I imagine you have to talk to your wife. Like that's uh, where I'm stopping, man. Oh, yeah. you're gonna wait. That's where you're gonna stop. You're gonna oh, let no, your no, wife. No. Sorry, make up- sorry, sorry. I gotta talk to my wife and my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that one with a fucking ten foot pole. Oh, you're such a vag, dude. Like this is a hypothetical. All right, give me the last half. Basically, what it boils down to is. A chick has had a crush on no, you from I know high that school. part, the okay. last half. Million dollars when she dies. It's in her will. What's will the... go to you. You have full reign to speak with her medical physician plus okay. her financial. Sure. So basically, so it's that not a basically scam. You can talk to her doctors. Yes, she's She's about Ill. to die. You can That's talk terrible. with her financial advisors. Yes, she, she has, has a million. million dollars. Okay. Okay. 
um, you have two weeks to divorce and move in with this girl. Yeah, I got... Uh... <laughs> I fucking love that you're groaning right now, by the way. I think it's... Yeah, I'll do it for the right of humanity. What do you mean the right of humanity? I'm getting that money, son. <laughs> yes! So it's not, it has nothing to do with humanity. It's all about monetary gain. No, it's not all about monetary gain. I'm fulfilling a, a, a woman's last wish. You're like John Cena making a wish. I take the exact same road, too. <laughs> no, but yeah. So, um... You know, most of the stuff was pretty fleshed out. Because like, I can come back and be like, baby, it was too weeks. That's my thing, is, um... We're she, millionaires. She had... And not only that, um... I don't want to be... I'm not going to try to talk I'm blue here. I'm doing a big yeah. But, um, she has a two-year maximum life expectancy. She could be dead in 90 days. Like, we don't know. Oh, no. Hold on. So... I kind of want to do a rebuttal. Why? Because you know what's going to happen? You're going to kill her? No, what? I'm not Triple H, Dick. <laughs> Ain't no bi- Put the shovel away, Matt. What's going to happen is I'm going to... I have to marry her, correct? Correct. I'm going to marry her, and the next day they're like, we figured out the fucking cure! And now I'm screwed. Because my wife, my real wife, my first wife, I guess, <laughs> is waiting in the wings going... Oh, you said that she was going to, you know. Okay, let me rebuttal that. There's nothing in this statement that says you can't have a side piece, which would be your current wife now. That's not happening. It's marriage. Honestly, dude, marriage is a piece of of paper. paper. Yes. Tell that to your wife. (laughs) I will. Kendra, (laughs) marriage is a piece of paper. Um, But no, like... Think of the life you could give to you and your current wife. Sure, but here's a with a million dollars. My luck, that this poor, disease-riddled, cancer-riddled yes. girl. Sure, is they'll figure it out when I, once I marry. Like, what if she's really hot? That'd be a bonus. <laughs> but I'm just telling you, you're that damn, you're damn right it would be. <laughs> <laughs> it's. They're going to be like, we figured it out. You know what? She's she's going to be just fine. And I'm like, great. And Ashley's uh, bottle's going to get thrown over here. I'm like, you said it'd be two months. I'm like, oh. Two years. <laughs> two years. Sorry. What else? I'm not doing it. I'm sticking with my wife. Okay. I'm doing it. Thinking <laughs> about thinking about my wife. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I was Kendra, thinking about my wife, but yeah. I'm telling you, with my I'm thinking luck, about my okay. wife and a maximum of two years down the road having a million dollars. But here's what's going to happen, Matt. You don't know that. You've talked to her, met her physician, her physician's Dude, like, they yeah. are reversing aging as we speak. Yeah, and I'm going to say, Doc, you can't give her any of that shit. Like, <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> Howard Hughes in her? Yeah, I understand. She's triple H going, don't give her the good stuff. What do we got left? <laughs> you, you came up with a cure, but don't give that shit to her. She's on her way out. This should go like, to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I feel like people, people need to think more big picture. <laughs> yeah, and like you have this. I guess like I, I totally don't begrudge you for that choice. 
And I totally like, I feel like it was, it would be something that I would literally talk to Kendra about and be like, look, and I'm, and I'm honestly, dude, I'm not going to come out and say whatever she says I'm going to go with. Not the case. Like it's a million dollars, dude. I understand. Do I feel like she should be involved in the decision? Yes. I agree. But I don't know if that, I honestly don't know if the million dollars is on the table, if that would be the end all be all like. Because I am looking at it as a short-term thing for a long-term game. Right. But here's what's going to happen. Them doctors are going to come back. Like Kendra said to me, she's a, she's one of the greatest, like, uh, I don't know, like, how much like how much for you to do this or whatever. Sure. You know? and she's always Would you rather? Whatever, or whatever, whatever you know. Shit, yeah. She's like, she. I can't even remember what it was, not that long ago, but she's like, some, something about... Mil or a uh, hundred grand if you sleep with someone like oh if so and so gave you a hundred grand would you sleep with them or whatever and I'm like oh decent pro- proposal yeah and I said, absolutely You're like Woody Harrelson I said, like, what I said, <laughs> yeah absolutely and then I'd give you fifty grand like and she yeah. goes oh okay <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like, but no it's like it's one of those things so yeah I don't I don't know what'd you think about that though that was pretty I love laid, that that was one. laid out well it made my head hurt because I'm like. Oh, dude, I'm going this way first. Well, wait a minute. What about this? I feel like like a, all, a lot of the questions I had, the boxes were ticked. Like, because I kept thinking, like, what if it's a scam or whatever? Sure, not a scam because you get to talk to her fucking doctor. Yeah. What if she doesn't have a million dollars? Nope. You get to talk to her financial advisor. Yep. You know she's it's got It's all that. good. I think so that's everything's a, covered. The one for me. thing on there isn't is a that cure? she doesn't die. Yeah. But you're in her the will. The next day they go, we figured it out. She's going to live forever. And now you're married with her, dude. And now your current wife is going, what the fuck happened to our fucking coach talk? You know what I mean? Like, you said it was two years at most. And you're like, sorry, honey. That's when I summon the spirit of H.H. Uh, Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> With the shovel? Chloroform rag. Like, meet gag. Me, meet, meet me at this hotel in Chicago. We'll figure it out. Hey, uh, have you been to the Inglewood Post Office? <laughs> I need you to mail a letter. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, well, I the think last we should wrap thing. her up soon. What do you think? Uh, yes, let's wrap it up. Top three, Matt. Oh, the hold on, tell me your top three? Yes, the this hold your- on. Go ahead. How, do is it? A, do we have a cool theme yet? Not yet, but what, I keep oh, trying cute. to think like, hold on, tell me your top three blank or whatever. I don't know. I think I'm going to make some Sounds cool, too stupid. But. I'm going to make like a, a little bit for it. Like We need music. We need music or a good title. Somebody, I can gonna, do that. I feel like at the end of every show, we're going to do this top three thing. Adam's turn this week, my turn next week. If you have a top three, hit us. Hit one of us up. I like it if you message us individually because then it's a it's a kind of su- surprise. Yeah, it's a surprise to the other guy. Like this, um, this hypothetical was messaged to me. Adam had no idea about it. I got a lot of uh, kill Matt this week from Triple H. Kill Matt! Oh my god! Maybe it's a ghost. Um. All right, ready for the Triple H? Hit me with. I it. mean the. Top three. I was gonna say, how come? It's <laughs> living through me, bro. Are you ready? Top three people you'd like to murder. <laughs> no, no. Oh my god, that's almost better than what I have. No, I'm just kidding. That's mine. Are you ready? Week. 
Yeah, hit me with it. You win the lottery. What this the... is like a hypothetical. What are you doing? Okay. What are the three things you do? That's not a top three. Yeah, it is. It's no, a top it's not. three. No. No. Well, then I'm going sodas, dick. Sodas? Yeah. I haven't had a soda in two and a half years. Think of when you were a kid. You had multiple flavors you loved. Okay. I'm glad. Okay. I'm fine with this. Sodas. Like Hands down. It is a hypothetical. Yeah, that's more like you, you got to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lot. No, this has to be Sorry. like something like this. Okay. Top three sodas. I can think of the top two right off the bat. And it's motherfucking Sundrop. Yup. King. Mixes well with the Jim Beam. Shout out to Keith. Sunbeam? Sunbeam. I like calling it a sunbeam. Keith some, says it's pretty homo, but yeah, whatever. Some, some bitch beam. No, yeah. Sun, yeah. Sundrop. And then this one, um, Coca-Cola from McDonald's. Yeah. A McDonald's Coke tastes nothing like any other Coke. I agree. I saw something the other day where people are like, there's like orange Coca-Cola and stuff like that. No, no, and someone that. says, either put the cocaine back in it or stop fucking around. <laughs> Stop messing. Oh, I thought it was the high C. People get pissed off about the high C there too. The orange high C at McDonald's. Yeah, I guess they took that away, and like people are pissed. Really? Again, I was always give me the coke. I don't know. Give me the coke. Which again is sugar water, probably. (laughs) Third on the list is uh, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna channel my inner Forrest Gump and go Dr Pepper. I must have had about fifteen Dr Peppers that day. I had to pee. What do you got? Top three sodas. You're fucking scooping my I'm heat. I'm spot on. That's why. I picked yeah, the three dude. best. I would have to go. You're right. Sun drops top of the list. Um, I will throw one a, a different one in. Uh, a Diet Pepsi, dude. From get the fuck out of here. At, at at the fucking restaurant with with water. Oh man, or, I mean with water with ice cubes. <laughs> You're shit on it? You're so highfalutin with your ice cubes and your diet pets. It's not water, it's frozen water. Yeah. I don't know where you live, Indiana. <laughs> Going back, what's your third? That was, by the way, that's a terrible it's number two. Coke from fucking McDonald's, okay. man. All right. I'm on board with everything except for that Diet Pepsi comment. I don't like it when any right, Pepsi t- touches my lips. That's another hypothetical, too. I, I, I don't know. No, we did it. We did top three sodas. That's No, fine. no, I know. I was going to throw, like, what's going to be in your tombstone? That's hypothetical as well. No, it's got to be like, uh, yeah, maybe we need to have, we need to go over this. But you did fine with the sodas. Um, I do want to say with the, me and Nate Dog went to a Cubs Brewers game at Wrigley Field a few years back. And the way they, I don't know if they still operate now the way they did then, but all the bleachers were general admission. So it's like you get there and you get in line. And we got there, we got in line early. Ugh. So we're going to be front row in the bleachers. Sounds like they don't know what they're doing down there. I but bust below up. us in Illinois. They are below us. And they can blow us, if you know what I'm saying. That was good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but no, I bought, I pulled out a fucking sun drop out of my bag and it was like, they'd never fucking seen it before. Oh, dude. It wasn't in Illinois at this point. My Uncle Jack. And they're like, oh, this one chick even comes up to me. She's like, is that a sun drop? Like I've only heard of sun drop. And I'm like, well, today's your lucky day. You handed them out? Unzip my pants. God bless you. <laughs> no, I didn't. I actually Gave had. Gave her a fucking moonbeam. <laughs> 
<laughs> gave her a sunbeam all over her face, neck, and chest. <laughs> no, um, I did. I had another sun drop in the bag, and I fucking... I handed it to her, and she's like, thank you. That's and I was like, awesome. dude, you can go to any store in Wisconsin and find a sun drop. My Uncle Jeff uh, used to come down, and he would just fucking load up the cases, man, and take it back to Michigan. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Uh, I think that's good for this week. We've probably run long on this one. I don't know. I've had a ball doing this stuff, so I don't I don't worry too much about going long. Um, hopefully you guys are cool with it. I don't know if you're not. I guess keep listening i don't want to say don't listen sure uh anything left from you what do you want to say i want to say happy memorial day weekend oh we got a good bags tournament coming up this week the bohica invitational boom all right later marks and fuck you lex luger